This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time for us to connect with Alma Pollard and her geese, all the way from the Helderberg. She's the executive director of the Green Times, eco consultant and coach. Morning, Elma. I'm. I wasn't sure what to expect when I turned your microphone on. I was wondering if I would be hearing the the mating call of the uh, of the migrating geese. You know what? Good morning, Brad. Now, fortunately, this morning it's all silent here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because some days they lean in the wildlife around here so loudly into my conversations on radio stations. <laughs> that I have to apologize profusely. It was hectic yesterday, but uh-huh. this morning it's all quiet. Uh, Alma, you, you obviously weren't uh, connected to the system a few minutes ago. I was saying, um, it reminds me of back in the day, that old white movie from Walt Disney, you know, where she would step out of the uh, singing her little song and then all the animals would gather around her and the birds would land on her finger and all the deer would come out of come out of the forest i'm feeling like that's when i chat to you you know you're like that the the cat over your keyboard or the hardy does or the geese or your dog it's exactly like that elma's on everybody out we come and in in when i walk in the garden i've got i've got seven chickens following me too so you're not very wrong actually (laughs) Uh, i love it so you know we, we often refer to you as a bit of a she hero and we're so grateful for the years we've been able to have you on the line when we connect around these environmental issues uh, because uh, you've been a thought leader in so many areas. You've been pursuing things that other people don't even think about. So we're grateful that we can connect with you. And for you to be able to acknowledge other women who too are working hard in this industry, that must be quite a great thing to do. I think it's so important because, you know, women are still up and coming, but they, but as I say in the story, women are the pillars on which the environmental movement stands. Mm. And for me, it's always just the most natural thing because we are mothers and we are protectors and we are nurturers and we want to give our children a safe future. So clearly you are going to be concerned with that. As you know, I woke up in 1990 when I had two small boys and I realized the future is in jeopardy and I had mm-hmm. to get active. I, if you, if you care about something and you feel Um, the passion and the concern in your heart, then the next step is to turn that into action. So I really believe in being proactive. And so it's been a long time, but it's given such an enormous amount of meaning to my life. I mean, this is all Mm. voluntary work, but, you know, at least you understand the context of your life. You know that you're doing your best for your kids. And we want to inspire other women. I mean, a lot of these women are saying also in the story today, like Liz McDale from the Green Connection, she, she said she used to always be quiet and listen to others and then have some thoughts and keep them to herself. And then somebody else would mention them and everybody would say, that's a good idea. And mm. she knows that she had the thought in the first place. So women are kind of trained to be quiet and to be behind the scenes and not to speak up. But of course, we can't afford not to speak up now. Yeah. So I think it's it should inspire. And that's why, of course, we had... Women's Month, and we did speak about this quite a little bit <laughs> then. And I just want to say that it's a story that we will revisit because it's, you know, we are kind of hundreds of years behind. So it is important to, to catch up. And this story came in um, because of the, the Africa Climate Summit, mm. which kicks, which is on right now, yes. uh, 4th to the 8th of September in Kenya. 
which seems to me to be um, a, a physical summit. And, you know, I have a little bit of concern about flying around and driving around mm -hmm. to climate summits or to environmental summits. So I don't really believe in that. Um, but this is where they kicked off the story again. Uh, the summit in in Kenya is called uh, is a preliminary to our next COP28, which is coming soon. So it's great that um, in Africa they're doing some preparatory work because you know each time when the COPs happen, it's it's week long of drawing up of massive massive policies yeah. to try and steer the ship of this planet <laughs> in a safer direction. And then there's always all these complaints that they remain policies and they don't go into action or not sufficiently so. And worldwide, the actions are not what they need to be. So, you know, it's becoming more and more critical. So there's a preparation already in in um in Kenya, mm. and here they are highlighting also the role of women in the eco-justice world. And I just think it would be a good idea if people want to click on some of these links, um, you know, read about Melissa Grunig of Natural Justice, mm. how she uh, helps with the rights of marginalized communities, Wendy Bukir of Ubuntu Rural Women's Assembly, Liz McDade. Um, these are just inspiring women to follow and to understand that it's not, you don't have to have any specific qualifications or education or breeding of any type mm. to be able to say, this is wrong in my environment and I'm going to do something about it. And it takes a bit of strength. It definitely takes resilience. You have to believe in the value of, your heart and what you know is wrong and right and and follow that what i really love about this uh, and and the ladies that are showcased here there are photos of them there's a lot about them and there's certainly many to read up about but here are no celebrities alma here aren't any movie stars or or people or sports stars that get the limelight to try and these are just sort of it comes across as these non-assuming passionate hard-working women that are getting their hands dirty these are just ordinary women. I mean, as I say, yeah, you might be walking past the woman in the street and you won't know what greatness <laughs> she is expressing in the world. Beautiful. So, yes, it's all about being ordinary and, and the power of the ordinary to make uh, an, an inordinate difference. And more important than anything, to inspire more to do the same. I think that's the most important thing. Um, so, Elm, is there anybody here who you know personally that you might have worked alongside before? Just, there's really a lot of ladies here, and I want to encourage the listeners to go and have a look for themselves on the Green Times. But anyone here you've worked alongside? Yeah, I know Liz McDade well, and she was uh, for a long time with, with um, SAFSI, you know, the South African Interfaith Environment Initiative, mm. which is something that I follow very strongly because it's, it's all about the link between our faith. Yes. and our world and and the consciousness and the conscience that we should have as people of faith also to understand that this is an active expression of your faith and our faith and your and your stewardship for this earth that we were lent for a period of time to look after mm. and not and and not to destroy so um at the moment the um um, executive director there at SAFSI is Francesca Descasparis, and she uh, also talks about yeah, the link between faith and climate work and responsibility towards that which we were given given to look after. Yes, uh, I love that. Another lovely, if I may, may just course. point at another little story that is currently at the top just for fun. 
mm-hmm. which is really beautiful. Inspirations from the deep meet the octopus whisperer. This is a Cape Town artist who swims with octopi, yeah. octopuses, um, and she makes paintings about the under undersea world. And this is just a fun little one to to for people to look at and the expression of how you can turn your passion into something that's beautiful to share with the world and get a good message out at the same time. I like her name. Her name is Tuesday. I quite like that. I wonder which day of the year she was born on. <laughs> so, 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 I wonder too. So just on this, I mean, here's another woman who's doing, who's playing her part, and it's about passion. You know, often we, we feel like our only contribution is, you know, we can recycle or we should recycle and we should have compost and, you know, we should have minimal waste. And these are things we can actively do in our day-to-day lives. But I wonder how many people actively go and attach themselves to a cause to say, this is actually an organization I'd like to be a part of. We do these kind of things uh, quite openly in other areas in expressing our faith and the things we like to do that are church organizations. But I wonder how many of us say, I'd love to be a part of an environmental organization and and, and express the the gifts that God has given me in these areas. I think that's a challenge for our listeners this morning. Absolutely. And and the other big message that women bring along in the story also is that it's collaboration and working together. That is always the power of women is, is networking and connecting with each other. They don't try to do stuff all entirely on their own. At the same time, I want to say anybody who is anywhere in the world, wherever you go, I mean, I think our environmental concern shouldn't be divorced from our normal life because mm. that would be cognitive dissonance again, which is a word that is now used so much. But if you, for example, go to a shop and you see something that isn't right, I mean, I bought in the past week um, fantastic new organic um, Earl Grey tea. Oh, I love my Earl Grey. (laughs) And it's the most tasteful tea ever, but every tea bag is separately packed in a separate little paper. That's true. Which just irritates, I mean, why? All this extra packaging. So it is my duty to call up this company and discuss it with them and say, you know, organic is absolutely great and it's very, very tasty uh, tea as well, but why would you now do that? Can you please improve on this? I mean, anybody can do this. So there's always lots of small little actions that you can do in the course of your day. If you say see something that could be improved, I mean, ladies at the till who want to offer you plastic bags, like why? Why are you offering me a plastic bag? Why aren't you saying, do you have your own bags, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, we've all got work to do. Yeah, we do. You said something very powerful and we'll end here, Alma. We're hundreds of years behind. I mean, that's not <laughs> that's not a, a motivational speech. That's a, you got to do something right now or else kind of a reminder. Absolutely. We are in uh, at number 99 here. So let's not play small and and keep quiet because, you know, what is the saying that says it's not about uh, good people doing uh, people doing wrong things, but about yeah, good people keeping quiet when things are wrong is the, is the crux of the story. You're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. So we can't sit around and do nothing and then wonder why things aren't changing. Alma, thanks for your inspiration this morning. We're very proud to uh, add you to this list that we're reading about here on The Green Times, Women Who Fight for Environmental Justice. It's a headline story together with the Tuesday Houston and the Octopus Whisperer on thegreentimes.co.za. <laughs> Love having you on the show. Thanks, Alma. Here's to a super green day. Bless you, Brad. Have a lovely day further. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. 
please visit kpulpit.co.za.